Hey there, welcome to the More Civil Podcast. My name is Mo. I created this podcast as a resource for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them to share stories and processes and build community around important issues. On this show, you get to hear amazing stories from people like you who show us how to get more out of life. The stories featured on this platform are by people whose journey I'm inspired by, and most importantly, people who have been courageous and vulnerable to be open about their life stories. And I hope that in turn, you'll find these stories inspiring. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is the Marcible Podcast, a podcast about culture and cultural nomads designed for Blacks and Asians and those who love them. And I'm your host, Muslim Nigerian-born, your dedicated Korean-speaking, wondering intellectual. And on the show today, I have a dynamic, um, talented young lady who I met recently on a trip to Nigeria. So her name is Adezin Vanessa Nana. She's also known as Ada the Explorer. She's a lawyer, and like many Nigerian youths, she's also an entrepreneur. Nigeria has a way of just bringing out the entrepreneur in you. <laughs> she's an adventure seeker, and she founded Tormid by Ada the Explorer in October of 2017, based on the inquiries she got from people regarding her adventures. She loves to travel and enjoys sharing her world with others. This has earned her the Monica Enjoyment Minister. Sounds like what my friends call me. She has visited 26 out of 36 <laughs> states in Nigeria and 16 other countries. Her goal is to see the world. Some of her dreams include being a travel reporter for CNN and putting Nigeria on the tourism map in the international space. So without further ado, everyone welcome Ada to the show. Uh, she likes to go by Ada Dextora. What's up, girl? Hi. Hi, Mo. How are you doing? Good, good. Hi again. We have to do that hi again so that we will not think that we've been talking before now. Exactly. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, right? Shout out to Kehinde Melbury. She'll probably hate me for mentioning her name on the show. One of my very good friends. So um, I was, um, I doesn't really know this part. So I was, um, I had, I was in Nigeria during the holidays, which was, you know, this past Christmas. And and kind of wanted us to do something like just hang out and nothing too stressful because I just had surgery, by the way. And she was like, I saw, I follow this girl on Instagram and she has this um, Lagos tour thingy going on in January. Do you want to check it out? I was, uh, I was a little bit skeptical because I'm like, Lagos, wahala. So I was like, let me try to click on the Instagram link. Oh. And I did. I looked at the flyer she sent to me. I went to your page and the more I looked at that, the more I scrolled down your feed to see what you're all about. I was like, oh, it's so interesting. Sure. So I gave her a call that night. And, you know, we, I think we, you missed the call or something. So I sent her a DM like, hey, I've been trying to reach out to you. And anyways, we called, we talked, and I realized, okay, this might sound like fun. And we did that, and it was so much fun, guys. And one of the things I like about uh, my experience with um, Ada's tour, whatever I was it didn't take much to have fun in Lagos, which you kind of know. But when you think about Lagos, think about um, Ohala. And for those that don't know, Lagos is the, used to be the capital of Nigeria. And it has so many issues and all of that. But with money, people say you enjoy Lagos. But the thing about where we went, where the places, I have been to those places a couple of times because I grew up in Lagos. But it was like seeing these places in a new set of lights. I wasn't in a hurry to get anywhere. It was just, you know, you know, stay in one place and then take pictures and then work with your teammates and then do like a a, a competition and all of that. And I think that's the beauty about Ada's um, packages, how you can get to have fun without having to like break your big piggy bank or your color. And, you know, so that was really, really very 
Um, I really enjoy the aspect of it. So shout out to Kehinde for making this happen. Because without her, I probably yeah. have known. <laughs> maybe eventually I guess yeah, that's true. I won't have experienced it while I was there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you had fun. I did, I did. And that day, yeah, that was the first outing I've had because I had surgery like less than two weeks before then. Oh, I... <laughs> sorry. You didn't know that. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I didn't know. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I remember I was, I came a little bit late. Well, I came very late. Yes. I was like an hour. Yeah. I actually went to dress my wounds, like my, my stitches and all Oh that. my goodness. And I was waiting for the doctor to show up. He never did. So I had to just, you know, call the cab and just come right to you guys. Because if I had stayed back, I probably would have missed the whole thing. So that was why I, could, I couldn't tell you exactly why I was late, but I can imagine. I late. <laughs> but I had so I wasn't even thinking about you know the pain I was going through. It was that much fun. Oh, it wasn't super stressful. I mean, I was hanging on. I mean, there was one conductor challenge you gave us. My, yes. <laughs> my family almost had like a coronary. Like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> you just had surgery. I didn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, if I had known, I wouldn't I know, have I know you. you would not have let me do it. But, <laughs> like, are you crazy? And then the next day, I went to, of course, I paid for it later. But it was worth it. It was it was just, you know, I, like TBS, for example. TBS has always been associated with so much stress. Uh, okay, TBS is Tafa exactly. Balewa Square. For those listening, it's a part of um, what you call Lagos, Lagos Island, it's Aleko. And it's a main hub for, like, people that want to connect to places. It's very historical. And for me, it's always been associated with, you know, um, hold your back very well because someone can snatch yes. it and, you know, look left and right because you might get hit. But we're there just, you know, like we had no care in the world, like doing stuff like, you know, because <laughs> Adam made us do it. And it was such a beautiful Saturday morning or you know, Saturday afternoon, actually. The sun wasn't too out. Like mm-hmm. for all of the stress, I-, I think it was just a perfect day to do everything we wanted to do. And the pictures, of course, came out very Absolutely. nice. So, anyways, yeah. um, I could keep talking over and over you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show you that I'm still so much um, relishing those beautiful moments. Thanks for actually um, putting that together because it was one of the highlights of my trip. And for me, I, people people follow me; they know I travel a lot and do all of that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I came I came back full circle to places that I had been, but you gave me an opportunity mm-hmm. to look at them in different, you know, in a different light. I think that was very very right. good. And so I commend you for that because it's not very. It's kind of hard to make me really excited about things. <laughs> so kudos I to you. <laughs> Anyways, enough about me. Let's hear more about you. You know, how you got okay. started. What was your childhood as a whole? What your family was like? What you were like growing up? And how you think some of your exposure as, you know, as a child has kind of formed your passion today as, in addition to your lawyer work, but as someone that's really, really big on tourism and putting Nigeria on the, on the, on the, in the limelight. Okay. Um, so I grew up in Lagos as well. And I've always been here. But after uni, I just knew that I wanted to see more places. I didn't want to be confined to the little space that I grew up in. Because my whole life has been Yaba. I went to Yaba Tech Secondary School. I went to mm-hmm. University of Lagos. It's also in, in Yaba. So everything about me has been in Yaba, (laughs) which is weird. So I just always wanted to explore, go out, see more places, you know, do things outside my comfort zone. And yeah, I was able to do that. I remember when um, I went on this kayaking thing, this was 2017, early 2017. And this this was one of the reasons why people, you know, 
kept asking me, oh, these things that you do, they're so unique. You don't find them in Lagos. How do you um, find these experiences and how do you do them? Nobody knew that, you know, you could go to the Lagos Lagoon and kayak on there. No. But, you know, when I did it, yeah. <laughs> when I did it, my Instagram followers were just mind blown. So, yeah. I yeah I like to do like unique things and just create those experiences. And I say you have a talent for that. So um, you said you started in 2017 when yeah you just started putting stuff on Instagram and people were asking you about stuff. Like what made you just decide to like create a I want to call it like a business model, but it is like it's a business. It's your it's your baby. What made you just yeah. go like, you know, like, okay, I'm going to make this like some, I'm going to formalize it and give an entity to it. Like what inspired that? Cause you guys just kept on putting more pictures and getting the likes. Yes, that's true. Okay. So I, I got my inspiration from a couple of people on social media who were also doing the same thing as well as travel bloggers. Although there were not so many at the time when I started, um, you know, I looked at them and I was like, oh, these people are doing this, but maybe not enough or maybe not as much as I would like to see because yeah. mostly they were going to other states and going to Continue. tourist attractions. Yes, yeah. and tourist attractions in Nigeria. So I wanted to do much more than that. I wanted to also create unique experiences that you don't have to go too far in case yeah. you have work exactly the next day. You can still be in Lagos and have these unique experiences. So I wanted to add those recreational activities, tourism, just basic fun, you know, without breaking your bank and without, you know, stressing yourself too much. So like that was the general idea behind the whole business. because this is something you directly benefit from because i mean you enjoy what you do we can tell from the pictures and all of that what would you yeah. see as some of the downsides of you know your explorers like your exploration so far or even just add the explorer or the tournament experience what ha- what what are what are some of the um yeah the, the pitfalls and the downsides of just being in this kind of business okay yeah, um, I think the major one would have to be meeting people's expectations. Um, sometimes, some people might have something else at the back of their minds. When they come, they might feel, oh, I expected much more, mm. maybe because of this or because of that. You know, and the way Nigerians are kind of, <laughs> they want the best regardless of how much they pay. So they might pay like, <laughs> they might pay like $10 and they'll be looking for $200 yep. experience. What's that thing? Is it um, champagne living on the zoo? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's one of the major problems or major like um, challenges that we face. Mm. Also, um, transportation. Oh, yeah. Transportation in Nigeria is, oh my God, can be very crazy. Um, horrible now with the with the Okada and the I know you were talking exactly. about exactly Kemarawa bands. Yes, people are trekking all the way these days. Um, imagine when we have to go like very long distances on the oh show. Yeah, sometimes we spend so many hours on the road. Then by the time you get there, people are so tired they can't even enjoy you know mm-hmm. yeah the place anymore. So yeah, these are some of the issues that we have. Mm. And of course, 
maybe when you travel, the the currency also is not so strong. So sometimes you have to maybe spend more when you travel. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. with Naira, right? Yeah, Naira like exactly. Yeah, not like you're spending to other currencies. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Strength yeah. rate, strength rate. I might not even add. If it, let me know if this is like a fair um, assumption to make. It's also the culture okay. of rest and travel. I don't think as a whole, like Nigerians do, I don't think we really explore our country a lot. And for many reasons, for many good reasons, you know, security mm-hmm. and just, you know, the stress. By the time you get to work and then yes. home, you're not even thinking of vacation. And so that's a culture of rest. Like people don't even think that, you know, I don't have to like save money to travel out of Nigeria to like have fun. So like you could also be one of the pitfalls you might save. And this goes back to, this brings me back to my question is, it's also that culture okay. of rest. We're not really, you know, we don't really rest like that. So, like, you telling them that you can actually spend a night in Takwa Bay for, like, you know, a fraction of what you, you spend in, on your ticket to go to another country. It's like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. If it's not a country, you not rest. You know, it's not vacation. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, that's actually what some of us are working on. You don't have to go far away before you can rest. Sometimes you can just take a weekend, go to a hotel, or go to a resort. And rest. Don't take your work phone. Don't take your laptop. Just relax mm. and, you know, rebuild your energy. Work-life balance is very, very important, but most people don't value it, especially in Nigeria. We just want to work, just want to hustle, just want to make extra money. That's you understand that the country is hard, but, mm-hmm. you know, you still need to rest. It's very important. Thank you for that. I like traveling, and I always say that, you know, I think one of the best things i always give myself is to just go somewhere like it doesn't really have to be outside of my country but just taking okay. out time from my familiar spots even things that i think I'm, I'm i'm familiar with but giving a spin to it i do like moving from one place to another place i think in a year i have to be mm-hmm. i have to be up and down like that's just me and okay. i think about like my ideal and i want i want to ask if you share this um um, sentiments as well because one of my favorite favorite people um to be Anthony Bourdain he had like my dream job and the one thing I liked about him was just how he had no boundaries he could go anywhere sit down with people and talk about stuff mm-hmm. and, food and mm-hmm. you know I don't know so I'm just curious to know what who are your heroes when it comes to like travel oh I I have so many heroes but I'm not sure that you know them they're basically just travel bloggers and you know travel enthusiasts that I follow on Instagram okay. um uh, what's her handle now so I know how with like her Instagram handles Jessica <laughs> Jessica she, on she Instagram Nigerian? she's Nigerian yes she's Nigerian but she lives in Canada I think I don't think I know her. <laughs> she lives and works in yeah, she lives and works in Canada, but she has a nine to five job and she also travels very frequently. I I really don't understand how she does it. <laughs> Honestly. She can travel <laughs> she can travel like three times in a quarter. Wow. It's really, really funny. Honestly, I don't know how she does it, but she does it and she also blogs about it. She's very active on Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, she's like she really, really inspires me. And then some people in Nigeria, um, like social prefects. Oh, I know that. Area Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know social prefect. Okay. Yes, there's Area Joe also. Yeah. yeah, those ones inspire me as well. Do you know that podcast is going mainstream? And that there are many people all over the world listening to podcasts daily. 
For example, in the US alone, one in every three persons listen to at least one podcast every month. Well, that's a lot of people. Do you also know that podcast listeners tend to be more loyal, affluent, and educated? Speaking of these retro qualities, did you also know that on a monthly basis, thousands of people all over the world listen to the Mossible podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business, service, event, or product you would love loyal, affluent, and educated listeners to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talktomo at mossible.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.mossible.com. That is www.mosibyl.com. Really, really good. Um, so I know you've explored 26 out of 36 states in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so I have some questions regarding that. And okay. what was your... What was, what was that thing that you found surprising? Like, what was that one thing you learned during, you know, all those places you went to? Like, what was the most surprising thing you found? What's the most surprising thing I found? Okay, maybe when my, my time in the North kind of changed my perception about the Northerners. Yeah. So I used to think that oh, they, they're, like, really mean or like, no, not really, like heartless and mean and, you know, just really wicked. But they're not, they're actually really, really nice, generally. Like the normal people, the average people you meet on the streets every day, just so nice and maybe very even hospitable. caring. Yeah, very yeah. hospitable. Very, very hospitable. Very, they very hospitable. Everything they have. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. to make you happy, they will. But, you know, that's like such a huge contrast from what we hear. Mm. And then even from what like we've seen like historical examples that we've seen with the whole clashes between religious um divisions or divides and all of that so in my mind i'm like okay if these people are this hospitable and nice then why are these things happening at the same time you know it's it's a food for thoughts but you know these are things that i found really just really weird and that i took note of like the the mismatch right between you know yes how can I, and I think how they um, are and yeah. the, the realities on ground. Yeah, and if I think about the numbers, like there are quite a number of people there, and mm. of this population, it's just maybe a small fraction that are wrecking this kind of havoc. And there's a saying in Yoruba that it's one slave that makes you um, abuse the other slaves. You know, <laughs> almost like one like, a, a minority of people wrecking havoc and just makes you start giving everyone else a bad name name. yeah Yeah. sometimes we hear people like even here in the u.s like they think nigerians are when you talk about nigerians and think you know like nigerians are this yeah and so i would say that i have like twice the i have to prove um, almost like in dealing with non-nigerians here and prove them twice as much that hey we can have hard work with people like people are people and countries are countries or you know unless you relate with people on a first-hand basis and then to know them you can't just condense Mm -hmm. the narrative of a whole place based on some of the things you've heard or maybe personally experienced you know Mm -hmm. yeah um that's true so of all those places you've been to the 26 states which one would you say has been your favorite so far and why um, <laughs> I don't think I have a favorite, but let me just say that um, I really have a a good time in Portacot River State. Because oh. of Bully and Fish, it was from heaven. No jokes. <laughs> I think they have this specific, they have a thing like that in Lagos. Like a like it came. From, I forget the name of the place. My friend went to order from 
I met them at the GTV food stuff, and it was Bolly and Fish. I don't, but, but it came straight from Port Harcourt. Oh, okay, I know, I know them. Bolly and Grill. Yeah, I think it's Bolly and Grill. Yes, Bully yeah, I like Grill. They're actually so from Lagos. Oh, really? Yes, they yeah. are. But they make Bolly. I mean, I'm a huge fan. I like, I like plantains. Like you can never yeah. plantains. You now put fish and you know put it together. It's like, well, you know. Yeah, and the sauce is just heavenly. So Port Harcourt, because of the food, right? Yeah, because of the food mostly, and, which and then maybe food? maybe because of my friends there. Oh, well, as people well. are there. Oh, I see. And yeah. do you, when you guys travel, do you guys go on road or do you fly there? Oh, it depends on how far. So if it's like a maximum forty-five hour road trip, then I might do it. But if it's more than that, maybe I should, I'll just fly. So like for Harcourt, I flew. You flew. How would you like? What would you say about some of the you know security concerns? Like a lot of the roads we have in Nigeria are not quite not motorable, and even the ones that are motorable, you have to be very mm-hmm. careful so you don't get kidnapped or you don't get like you know um, attacked and all of that. And what do you have to say to all those kind of fans for for those that might be listening and might be interested in being part of your tour that might involve getting on the roads and driving somewhere else that's far away from where they live? Okay, to be honest, there's no, you really can't be too security conscious. You should just try your best to to be as careful as possible. But I don't think that there's anything you can do extra to stop whatever is going to happen. <laughs> but to not scare you, there's really no, like there's really, it's not going to be that bad or it's not as bad as it is on the media. Mm. it's not really because in all my travels maybe i should just say thank god though <laughs> <laughs> um yeah nothing bad has ever happened Nothing. No, um, yeah no accidents no robberies nothing it's always been smooth and i don't know it could i think these things could happen to anybody at any time i don't think it's like distinct to any particular place yeah. but there are some people that there are some places that are really really bad that you should avoid like the northeast because of boko haram and all of that i mean that would just be but putting yourself into that, hands where yeah like just be wise basically exactly there's like a clear security exactly mm-hmm. true okay and which one would you say was your least favorite place to go to? And it's okay. You don't have to be politically correct about it because I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the reason may be, I want to hear. <laughs> I don't think I've had any least favorite. Everywhere I've been has its own uniqueness. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's actually a safe response to give. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually being serious. I don't think I've gone anywhere and I'm like, oh my God, why did I come here? Yeah. Yeah, there'll always be one thing or the other to just make me smile and be like, oh, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. I actually served in the North briefly. I was in Jigawa, and um, Jigawa to Kano was, you know, like a couple of hours away. Mm-hmm. And I, I think being in the North for me, and I, I used to have my primary school then, we had a lot of Northerners there. And these were the mm-hmm. Northerners that were, you know, high income level and all that. And I could always tell from their generosity, like they try when they had like those salads, like they would invite us over. And I'd always known that nothing else were quite, you know, hospitable. And I had even um, more firsthand experience when I grew older and I went to serve in the North. And you will see people just with, like in rags, literally, and they're still offering you everything they have. So I'd always known mm-hmm. that, you know, um, Nigerians as a whole, we, uh, you know, large hearted and you know, quite hospitable despite to strangers. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to know that 
given how diverse the country is, and I haven't even explored as many states as you have in Nigeria, um, maybe because when I was old enough to start, you know, traveling, I moved out of the country. Is why do you think um, tourism as a whole hasn't been quite well formalized in Nigeria? Because we do have, like, if we, if we divide, if we were to divide the country into sections, it's always a flavor. Is it the southeast? Is it the southwest? Is it north? Is it the middle belt? Like, yeah, we have there's something everywhere. Yeah, we have like. Mm-hmm. And even like the like you know acquire I've never even been in those areas and I can imagine how much more I'm missing that. Why do you think we haven't and why I say we I don't even think the people as much as the government because that's their job really mm-hmm. to be able to showcase yes, what the government. country has to offer. Why do you think yes. we haven't, you know, capitalized on that? Because I can imagine how much more tourism can solve a lot of unemployment, like like leveraging the locals in those places to serve as, you know, yes. guides. And even like mm-hmm. you know, increasing income, when people come to spend money, because you can sell it. Nigeria is definitely sellable. You might not have, have, Very you have to hold like you know the northeast and some areas that mm-hmm. have insecurities and all that. But mm-hmm. you know, as a whole, we have such diverse culture and the food, the places. You know, watching Gogi Africa as a child, that was one of my favorite things to watch on TV and seeing Inne yes. Moses and her husband like you know going to places. I really, you know, I was like, just take me along. Like Africa is so beautiful, Nigeria is so wonderful. Why do you think our government is so lacking when it comes to like you know putting our country? Okay, in there's the only one simple. There's only one simple answer, and that's oil. Uh... <laughs> that's the only reason. We have so many things going for us, not just tourism. So so many things, but the civil service is dead. Tourism is dead. Every other thing that could work for us is not moving as it should because everyone is relying 100% on crude oil, which is very, very bad. We have refused to diversify the economy. We refuse to do anything else. We, everybody is just depending on the oil. And that's why we're not moving forward. So there's so much greed. There's so much corruption. You know, it's just, it's a mess. And then the worst part is that we've had military service, uh, military um, regimes rather, since forever. And those ones, of course, they don't even want to know what's going on. They just want to make sure that they are digging deep into the federal coffers and eating as much as they want and being authoritarian as much as they want. And yeah, that's that's what's really, really gotten us into this mess. I mean, I agree with you. And I think that we're missing quite a lot. I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. Like, even think about the infrastructure, like, you know, roads and, um, yeah, good roads, constant light supply. A lot of the problems we have in Nigeria has, has been because of, you know, oil. And yeah. it's been, I think it's one of the major things that, it's one of the major curses we have in Nigeria. Fine, we discovered oil in Oloibri many years ago, but we haven't, like, put it to good use. As, as far as just, it's, you know, extending to improve the lives of people. I mean, of the major, majority of the people, a lot mm-hmm. of people have clearly benefited from it and they refuse to vacate those positions or even find yes. better life for people. But uh, yeah, I do agree with you. And I think it's such a sad thing. And so for anyone listening to this, if you're in the authority to do that, I mean, I want to sell Nigeria to my, my non-Nigerian friends because I do see mm-hmm. the people in that country. And like I said, I haven't even scratched the surface. But in you know, looking at some pictures on social media and even talking to people like you, I can tell that we have so much more to offer. Like, 
I will Definitely be keen. <laughs> Take for example, our wedding industry, like the way we do weddings. I don't think any other country, maybe except India, which, you know, I will give it to them. Do, do those weddings yeah. like you know like we do like it's like a billion dollar industry i'll put maybe like a billionaire yes. industry and and just you know our cultural expressions like you were telling me when we're on that tour like places in aquaiman for example where they speak like dozens and dozens of languages and i'm like i didn't know that oh, you know i was a cross river i didn't know that yeah. <laughs> you know and that mm-hmm. kind of blew my mind because you know I, it's not something we've expert deeply like me growing up in Nigeria. I didn't really know so much about some other places. It was either North, East, West, mm-hmm. and South, and everything else was just like we'll put them in a whole bunch, which can be which we can say that's yes. kind of sad because we don't really get to like explore those kind of cultures. And I think with programs like NYSC, that also provides like an opportunity to for you to go to, but that's just one place you're going to. It's not like the the mm-hmm. like you go to Jigawa one week and then you go to another state another week. It's just wherever you land is where you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for answering those questions, by the way. Is that you have okay. a calendar out now? And if we're to go yes, on Instagram, do. which ones do you have, like from May, June, and downwards, and the ones you're you know, excited about? Okay. Yeah. In May, we have um, Ikogosi Waterfalls. It's one of the highest waterfalls in Nigeria, Ikogosi. Mm. It's, mm. it's in Ekiti States. But we're going to, unlike before, we usually do just one night in Ikogosi. But this time around, we're going to do two nights. So we're adding two other places. Um, Arinta Waterfalls, which is a smaller waterfall also in Ekiti State. It's not too far from Ikogosi. And then we're also doing Oloibiri. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, where the oil was discovered. Olumiri. No, <laughs> it's Olumiri. It's Erijesha. Erijesha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Exactly. So, and, and that's Erijesha, right? Yeah. Yes, in- Ocean State. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so it's mm. not so much of a distance to Ikogosi. So we're going to do Ikogosi. all three, yes, for three days, and then we're back in Lagos. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think a question in my mind right now. So you're a lawyer, you know, by profession, and you do have a full-time job. And yes, so I my I'd be curious to know, how do you combine these things? Like, crazy lady? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That People always ask me this all the time. So, um... At first, it was really, really difficult for me. But I think now with time, I'm able to plan myself better. Um, so I'm just so grateful that my job is exactly eight to five. And then when it's five, you're allowed, like you're, you should go home. If you're around by past five, you'll be wondering what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, unlike some places when it's five, you dare not stand up from your seat, you know. And if mm. your boss is still there, you have to be there until your boss leaves. Now nah, my mm. job's not like that. <laughs> so once yeah. it's five, I'm home. Once it's, sorry, once it's five, I leave the office. And once it's six, I'm home. So by the time it's six, I can have a shower, eat, and then face my side hustle. So, and they call, okay, in, in Nigeria, we call side hustle your five to nine. So after you've done your nine to five, you do your five to nine. Five to nine. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, I do my five to nine before I go to bed at 10 p.m. every day. So like, it's just basically putting stuff together. Well, what are we going to do at Dubai? Or what are we going to do in Ikogosi or, you know, wherever we're going, or um, transportation, who's sorting us out? Um, what are we going to eat? Blah, blah, blah. So I put all of those things together. Uh, what else? And then on the weekends, that's when I set my tours. So I only do mm. weekends public holidays and then i okay recently i started to use my leave days 
um yeah so i'll put on i'll put tours for my leave days and then if anyone's available they can always join me i think that's pretty much all of the questions i have for you and um i just wanted to um maybe you do a shout out of you know where people can find you and you know yeah just whatever plug you have regarding your platform okay um oh first of all i have to say thank you so much more for having me it from the first time we met it was such a vibe with you and i mm. I feel like you're, you're a very very free spirit and just kudos to you well done mm. um so i'm ada the explorer one word on instagram on twitter on facebook um and then you can find me on my website it's tormates.com.ng you find all our details there and if you want to email me it's info at tormate.com.ng Okay. Uh, so yeah, typically that's it. Alright, I usually do this um, for, not usually, but once in a while when I just do that, I have my guests ask me any question they're curious to know, either about me or the platform and because I like you very much, I'm giving you the platform, the opportunity to ask me any question you might have regarding, <laughs> they're curious about to know about my platform or just you know, anything. About you. Oh yeah, so I was wondering why you included Asian culture um oh. as part of your yeah so i initially okay. thought that you were married to an asian person no, I'm, he's not sure. I'm trying to make him asian though he's so resistant <laughs> 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 no no i don't know um well good question so um i mean the african part the black part you can you can definitely guess i can relate it. yes <laughs> so uh and I, I hate to see the world in colors because if you live here everyone is black or no black so the asian yes. part really is like a nod a homage to my korean um i won't call it roots because it's not like a root but my korean floating ways um I, I i speak the language and i'm very much interested in the culture and i have wow. um families there like fam friends turned families and i see so many similarities in the culture that um, I, that reminds me a lot of my Nigerian roots. And so my first encounter was with um, a Korean roommate that I had when we were interned for a biotech firm. And in talking about our families, I realized that our parents were both crazy, especially our mothers. And I realized okay. that oh, your mother sounds like mine. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the more we talk, the more I realized that there's so many things we have in common that we just don't explore. We just, you know, we see people phenotypically like, oh, you look this way, you look that way. But we had so many similarities. And in I mean, for example, I mean, there, there are still differences. You know, it's the same thing, but different. Yeah. Um, celebrate through food. I mean, which Nigerian wouldn't celebrate through food? I mean, food is exactly. like our love language. Exactly. Your mom can be mad at you. She's going to just make you eat. And my mom still yes. thinks I'm like, I go in there, I go. Like you, I'm like, mom, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you anymore. And so, but true food is that, you know, family piety, how you, you know, you always have to defend and be respectful to those that are older than you. And mm-hmm. to just, you know, um, strong cultural values that I still, um, you know, in a way, um, respect and want to hold on to. I see those similarities in, in the Asian culture. And also um, just national pride, which Nigerian isn't, you know, proud to be Nigeria. Like, mm-hmm. if you talk about Africa here, everyone thinks it's just Nigeria. It's like Nigeria and then the rest of Africa is like one tiny blob. Really? So, uh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, we are so, sometimes I, I'm just so ashamed. Like, you go to places like <laughs> African nights, Nine out of ten songs would be Nigerian songs. Yeah, you know, we yeah, dominate yeah. everywhere we go. There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's not like is that how you like, go big or go home? That mm-hmm. kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. So when I see that a lot, you know, 
as far in Korea, and I tell people okay. you have to understand their history of how they were suppressed for so long by the Japanese, and for them, it's a thing of pride to be able to speak their language and you know be able to use their Korean names because they couldn't do that for the longest time. So yeah, really, the Asian beats. You know, it's a long-winded way to answer your question. Is from my, you know, my Korean floating ways and just the respect I have for that culture. It's like a second culture to me. And I have, you know, I've been able to even um, appreciate my culture more as a Nigerian and as a Yoruba person by exploring, you know, like a child exploring a new world. I was mm-hmm. able to see some of the things that were similar and things that were different and just have this new outlook about, you know, wow, we are so similar in so many ways, but there's so much more we can learn from each other. And also even talking about economic development of Korea, which I really mm-hmm. hope that one day Nigeria can make gains. You know, in, <laughs> it boils so down too. to having a strong nationalistic leader that can that put the country true. first. And I think that was one of the things that helped Korea. And in, in seeing some of the changes we've made, in that they didn't even have any natural resources. Like, mm-hmm. you can keep digging the, the floor, you will not find any titanium or gold or whatever. They had nothing, and they just had to rely on... You know, they did get a lot of foreign aid, but mm-hmm. they're one of the few countries that have moved from, you know, UN recipient status to donor statuses. Mm-hmm. And donor status, not, not many countries... I mean, a lot of the countries that are receiving aid from the UN are still on those, you know, welfare lists. Korea was one of the few countries that kind of, you know, turned everything around. And so I really hope and pray for those kind of gains in Nigeria. So when I see Korea and the powerhouse, it's become thinking about just how long ago, like in the 50s, where they were just a backwater place and nobody wanted to go there, to where they are mm-hmm. today, you know, having the fastest internet in the world and, you know, so much gains and economic development. That makes me really, it, it fills me with hope for Nigeria because so many things you hear about Nigeria, even in my trip back home, I do see some progress that has been made, but some things are still like damn, when are we going to get this things right? But mm-hmm. I think of Korea and I think, of, okay, there's hope. We can actually still get it right. Hopefully it can be like, I, I do believe it's a top-down approach. No matter how people want to say it, unless we get the leadership right and the governance right, there's only so much the people can do. So yeah, that's true. You know, that's wow, uh, amazing stuff. So um, I have a lot of friends who are also crazy about this whole Korean culture. And um, I, I think it's South Korea, right? Yes, if I'm correct. South, yeah, South, yeah. Or both. I mean, there okay. used to be one Korea, but that's a lot yeah. interesting. But yes, it's yeah. mostly South Korea. Because <laughs> we don't know Korea. a lot about okay. the North. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I have some colleagues who are obsessed with Korean movies and really obsessed with Korean culture as well. So I, I think I can relate with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you one more thing. Sure. Oh, ahead. yeah. Say something in Korean. Just say like a sentence. Like, it was fun having you on the program today. Wow. <laughs> so I said, hello, everyone. I'm called Mo. Today I had Ada the Explorer on the show. I'm very grateful she came on the show. Wow. That's great stuff. <laughs> 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 and okay. thanks for the question. The problem is getting me to stop talking about Korea. <laughs> <laughs> but really, really, I'm I'm super, super happy to have met you and, and I do we should keep doing this. I think it's fantastic. Never stop. And I pray that you find new ways to keep showing the beauty that is Nigeria and also seeing the world through your eyes. 
And so for those that are listening, go on her Instagram page, follow her. If you're in Nigeria, if you're not even in Nigeria, you want to go to Nigeria. Another thing that dad does, which she, she, she didn't mention is, if you are flying into the country and you need somebody to take you around Lagos or anywhere in Nigeria, yes, direct somewhere she can do like personal tours and she's so good with the political and the historical aspect of it. So if you're planning to go to Nigeria and you want a credible person to take you around, I highly recommend her. So go on her Instagram Aww. page and know about her Thank and you, Mom. see what she does. Of course, you're welcome. See what she does. And um, for those that are in Nigeria as well, you want to explore Lagos like never before. Let me just say, I'm Lagosian. I'm very proud. I'm a proud Lagosian. I can trace my roots back to Lagos. And to have somebody that I wouldn't really call like a Lagosian Lagosian take me around Lagos, fine. My ancestors might be rolling their grave, but it was fun. You know, it was fun. And I did, you know, enjoy Lagos a lot through um, that. And I tried Lagos Island. And we even went to like, this is Buka we went to like to eat Amala, like with our yeah, hands. Yeah. I need- <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yes, and just walking around these places like I would, I would never have gone by myself, and being in the company of you know, like-minded people. I mean, those those are good times, and I will relish those moments. So yeah, follow her. This is a plug for her. Like, follow her on Instagram. Um, join her events, and let me know if you guys you know liked, which I'm sure you're gonna like, anyways, because that is you know, amazing. But let me know what you got out of it as well. And yeah, I think that's really much it. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> like I said before, it was a okay. it was great meeting you. <laughs> it was great meeting and being on the show. So thank you so so much. And thank you for putting me out there for free. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, thank no, you. I mean, what you do is amazing. And is any way we can help you on the show. If you guys ever do a tour of the US, let me know. I'll be more than happy mm-hmm. to come hang with you guys. Or I'll but just when keep the US you live? Huh? When what? Oh Oklahoma City. Oklahoma and I know people don't come to Oklahoma and I'm like well I live in Oklahoma y'all should have a good reason to come here it's like that thing you talked about like Zobo living on a champagne I'm oh, sorry champagne living on a Zobo diet that's Oklahoma $10 in Oklahoma probably like maybe a thousand dollars in New York but I love it you know my $10 go a long way here in Oklahoma so if you're ever in the U.S. then just let me know if you want to come explore Oklahoma because Oklahoma is one of those places people put on their to-do list when they come to the U.S. And that is why you want to come to Oklahoma because I live there and it has to be fun. So, um, <laughs> if you get, so anyways, this was Adad the Explorer, a lawyer by day and a, an explorer slash tourmate by night. And that sounds shitty, but I mean, she she does tourism really well. So <laughs> kind of, <laughs> Expert by night. <laughs> lady of the night. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, she's yeah. an entrepreneur. And if you do love this episode, if you um, want to hear more content like this, let me know. And if you listen to this and you want to come on the show to talk about your own platform as well, let me know. Just check out the website, www.mosivil.com or even follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Mosivil. All right, girl. Have a wonderful night, rest, and thank you, too. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Hey, listeners. This has been another episode of the Mosivil Podcast. What do you think about today's episode? you have a question or feedback you'd love to provide a suggestion for a future guest we always love to get your feedback so please do drop us a line via instagram at mosible or email us at talk to mo at mosible.com 
your suggestion might just end up being featured on a future episode of the podcast. We cannot wait to hear about from you. Do visit our official website at www.mosibyl.com. That is www.mosibyl.com where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and amazing guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a rating or review as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and reaching more amazing listeners like you. We always appreciate your support. Thank you for always listening.